JD talking sports. I, you know, I don't even know who I picked. I did ESPN. I did my uh, bracket, but I just did one on my own. I'm taking Arizona all the way. I bet against UNC. Yeah, I, I'm taking Arizona. I was gonna take Nova. I think this could be Sean Miller's year. I'll probably eat this humble pie. But I said, what the hell? Let me take it. See what happens. Go from there. Wow. Yeah. JD sometimes kind of crazy. And you got Trey Young today versus you got Oklahoma. You know who do I need? I don't even know who I took in the Oklahoma game. Jesus Christ. Where is that game? Yeah, I Oh, I took Rhode Island over Oklahoma. Trey Young, it's going to end, but people think that he could be the uh, you could see a lot of game today players playing earlier today who I'm taking Iona over Duke too. Yeah. I'm crazy like that. I don't know if I took. Yeah, you know what? I think Vatek's going to beat Alabama. I, I saw them play in the ACC tournament. Adrian McCarron is a bill. He got signed to a two-year deal. Could be up to $16 million. He'll be the bridge quarterback. And you know they're, they're looking to get up. They, they, they have a 12th, 12th pick in the draft. I think they have two first-round picks. They have, yeah, the 12th and the 22nd. I think they're going to do as much to keep moving up in that draft. We'll see how that turns out. Penny Hardaway could become the coach of the Memphis basketball team. They uh, got rid of Tubby Smith. That's the end of that. He wants $10 million. I guess they settled. Yeah, the former ESPN boss details his abrupt exit and cocaine extortion. When I was like, oh, okay. Oh, Avery Williamson got signed to a contract from the formerly of the Titans. It was a three-year deal for $22.5 million. Yeah, do I, do I need... What, I, I want to know what was guaranteed. It was more just what was guaranteed. Yeah, three years, $22.5, million guarantees. He is the perfect fit for a 3-4 inside linebacker. Demario Davis is no longer with the Jets. He's a free agent to get big money for the Jets, and they, were, they weren't going to give it to him. He was considered the top free agent inside linebacker in the market, 59 games over four years. Stout run stuffer. Team up with Darren Lee in the middle of Todd Bowles' defense. Oh, and the Knicks lost to, uh, as I said, they lost 16th to the last 17th. But Ennis Cantor was upset that he sat down for crunch time. And he says tanking, and he didn't understand, but they said, you know, they had matchups. And, hey, listen, I want a guy that wants to play. And Ennis Cantor wants to play. They are now the eighth worst, but uh, only two games behind the Mavericks, who are now the seventh lottery seed. And Brooklyn lost for the eleventh time to the Raptors. They're twenty-one and forty-seven. How about that? Both teams terrible. Knicks getting close to getting that fifty-loss season again. Keep losing, they'll keep moving up. Now I did not know this, but. But Beheim thought he was going to get Bobby Hurley, and Puma picked it. Yes, I took, I took the, I took the Sun Devils last night over Syracuse. But I am taking Syracuse to go a little further in the tournament. Yeah, you know it's very hard to. Yeah, I have them beating TCU today, beating TCU, and then losing. That's tomorrow. I have them losing to. Michigan State in the round in in the in the second round, I'm, I'm sorry in the Sweet Sixteen, no to go to the Sweet Sixteen. I'm so confused right here. Yeah, in the second round, I have them losing too. And Bam says we were top of the game then. Um, 
we recruited Bobby. He goes, I just remember when I was coming up, he coached great point guards, and that was very attractive to me to want to consider playing at Syracuse. I saw Pearl Washington play Sherman Douglas, and those were the guys I looked to when I was coming up. So, yeah, they were right there. It's just when I visited Duke, it was, it was just I couldn't say no to that, but I always enjoyed the possibility of going to Syracuse. And they were actually up with a couple minutes left. And Syracuse was the last team in. And, hey, listen, two years ago, Two years ago, they were. They made it all the way to the Final Four. How about that? And then last year, they were the, they were the last team out, and now they. I took AS. I had. I mean, you're not going to believe me, but I had ASU eighty six eighty three, and St. Bonaventure got their first win the other night in forty eight years, sixty five fifty eight over UCLA. And I have St. Bonaventure making it all the way to the. Sweet 16. I haven't beat them Florida today and then beating Texas Tech. So, St. Bonaventure, I'm going with you hard, hard the rest of the way. Very hard. What that? You know, that's what I love about this. Anything's possible. And I never knew this about football, but the earned parts of the contract are applied to that year's salary cap. The not likely to be earned incentives that a player actually earns that season are applied to the following year's cap. Did you know that? I did not. Now, they also, Kirk Cousins, think he's a great fit. He's got the first fully guaranteed contract, which it used to be that they couldn't give it because there was a, there's an old antiquated thing that the reason why the players had to be paid was something with, uh, you know, I, I want to, I want to sound like what I know what I'm talking about. So I read this and I think I talked about this previously. Albert Breer talked about this. The NFL's funding rule was put on the books around the AFL-NFL merger before the national TV deals. It was meant to ensure the players would get the money they were owed. At a time when some franchises were on the financial ropes, the provision came in stipulating that every full and fully, guaranteed, fully guaranteed dollar owed to a player but not yet paid to him had to be funded to a league-run escrow account. Back then it made sense. Guys had reason to worry about their checks clearing. But as the league's earning power has grown, the rules' usefulness has changed. Now it's deployed by teams almost exclusively as a shield. Clubs will tell players they can't afford to guarantee deals because funding them creates cash flow problems, and that's, that much is no secret. The funding rule is archaic. It doesn't belong to the MFL yet, and the sooner we get it educated, the better. That's McCartney is his agent. Now, McCartney Cousins' agent told him to basically play for two years, and then he'd get this big deal. He made a combined $4 million in his first four years in the league, so it, it worked out. And now you got Matt Ryanich in the final year, year of his deal. Brady, Ro- Brady Rogers and Roethlisberger all have two years left. Each could get an extension this offseason. And, and each is more accomplished than Cousins. I guess we'll see. If all five were to get you know, guaranteed deals, then the five owners cutting massive checks to follow a rule, then that's five cutting massive checks to follow a rule that lacks any functional reason. And then a rule that, that's always been bad for players is suddenly bad for owners. Now, it's not in the CBA, which means owners could pull it off the books tomorrow if they wanted. It's been good to them, so, so you know, why would, why would they change it? But, you know, it all takes us a couple, you know, basketball, baseball, fully guaranteed. There isn't a collective bargaining agreement, major sports league in North America that either requires or prohibits guaranteed contracts. It has to happen through individual negotiations. Now, this thing with Cousins could lead, you know, it could be a whole windfall, and all these guys start getting paid big bucks. And they're going by this old AFL NFL rule that you know that makes sure that the you know the players got paid because you know the teams didn't have the revenue or they didn't have the cash flow. Well, 
They're making a shitload of money off everything. Streaming, uh, uh, Pizza Hut's a new sponsor. They paid more money. You have the CBS deal. You have the Fox new the new Fox deal. You have the who is the streaming now? Amazon's going to do streaming football. I mean, come on, they can afford guaranteed contracts. And I mean, one of my friends said, "Oh, well, they have more players. Fuck that shit. They can afford it." Carlos Hyde is now with the Browns. So that means they're probably not going to take Saquon Barkley, which means they might be taking quarterback and maybe they'll trade one of the picks. Giants, could the Giants get him? Because, hey, Tyler uh, Eifert, who's uh, started 31 games in five years, could be on the on the Jets' radar. Nate Solder got $35 million, well, he got a $62 million contract, $35 million guaranteed from the Giants. And Dominica Sue, I heard it's the Seahawks, and the Cowboys, and he made $60 million in the last three years. He'd, what did he sign, that $120 million contract, which is still the most money of any defensive player out there. And now they're saying that the guys that could make the money next are, oh, the, are the Raiders. Man, I'm blanking on names today. Yeah, and Damakasu. Yeah, well, Josh Rosen has his pro day tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Donald and uh, uh, Khalil Mack. We'll see how those work out. Now, I read something very interesting. Uh, also, Gronkowski, Trey Burden just got eight million from the Bears, and the current contract for Gronk, Gronk is eight nine million a year. Are they going to sweeten his deal? Are they going to look to trade him? He hasn't decided when he's going to play or not. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't play for nine million dollars if Trey Burden is getting eight million. Gronkowski should be getting sixteen. I'm sorry. There's certain guys that should be making more money than anybody else. And Gronkowski is on a level unlike any other player. Uh, Travis Kelsey, no offense to you. You're a good player, but you're not Gronkowski. Gronkowski is a game fucking changer. So now they've lost Lewis, Butler, and Solder. And Gronkowski will be the next guy out. And Josh Rosen had, uh, you know, they said he didn't throw the ball well at the combine, but let's get, let's get real. He's throwing tomorrow. The Jets were at Baker Mayfield's pro day yesterday, which is good. And they talk about how much retarded it is with the offensive linemen is that they only get, once camp breaks, they have 14 prescribed pad of practice during the season. That's it to get anything close to game-like work. And they said, they're, you know, gone are the days with uh, when Odin came out, Jonathan, I'm sorry, Jonathan Ogden and Tony Baselli came out. Greg Robinson, Luke, uh, Luke Jokel, two high draft picks have not panned out. So they said it's hard to get these guys ready to play. And the Jets this year, they, uh, the person at urging of ownership, the Jets personnel department sunk an, a- sunk an absolute ton of resources and it kicked their tires on all the college quarterbacks last fall. Jets had scouted every UCLA, U- USC, Wyoming, Oklahoma, and Louisville game in 2017 and did the, all the background, you know, on Rosen, D- D- Darnold, Allen, Mayfield, and Jackson, which I think is great. So they're going to take a quarterback. I mean, Bridgewater and McCown. So McCown has this year, you keep Bridgewater as a backup. And if either of them blossom, then, you know, hey, it's better to have more quarterbacks than less. Hey, look what happened with the Eagles. And they said a lot of teams are doing that this year, too, where they're doing a lot with the backups. But Pat Mahomes, who Puma fucking loves, I think he wants to marry him. He's going to leave his girlfriend for Mahomes. He loves him so much. Well, when they were going through a 1-6 and six stretch, stretch, Mahomes, who was, you know, well, his dad was a former pro athlete, so you have to take that in consideration. He would do extra work, as young players often do, after practice to put physical reps to everything he was studying and acclimating to the pro game. But he made a point of doing with backup or practice squad receivers because he said, you know, starters were part of Smith's units and he didn't want to be infringing on Smith's turfs. 
Now, this is a little thing. You would think, okay, you know, what's the big deal? Hey, you know what? He's doing it. But you know what? This was Smith had his players, and he didn't want to, you know, listen, he had to keep, you want to keep the dynamics of the team right. And that's what a guy does. He knows his place. You could use backup guys. You could use practice squad players. And they said he could throw up. As they said, a howitzer got a hell of an arm. You know, he's, you know, Puma's not wrong. He's going to be a very good player. The coaches said it was another example of how Mahomes had shown a great sense of how a team worked and what being a good teammate meant. Bottom line, you know, could have been awkward. You know the situation better than we would have predicted, said one chief staffer. Kid is a stud in that. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's big to say, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do shit like that. You know, I'm going to keep the team dyna- dynamic good, and I'm not going to, I'm not fucking with this stuff. And he was very upset. Isaiah Cromwell last year, after all the, you know, the stuff with the cops, the shootings and all that stuff, he posted a picture, which he took down a minute later, of a guy all in a, a hood and wearing a USA jacket and he was wearing some Egyptian uh, artifact around his neck stab slicing a cop's neck and you know he said uh you know I you know you know whatever he overreacted what and he didn't get really any trouble a lot of people said they should have got rid of him Puma I understand what you're saying I think it's but that's social media that's what these guys do they don't think they just do they just go, hey, you know what? Let me just put shit up. Let, let me not think of the consequences. And, you know, it's like they have no filter. There's no filter. That's what you do on social media. Just put anything to fuck up. So Cromwell, I don't think people are going to forget about this very quickly, but uh, the Jets gave you a lot of money, so maybe you'll grow up. Trevor Simeon is now a Viking backup. Vikings gave a seventh-round pick with uh, Simeon, and they get a 2019 fifth-round pick. I think he's good backup. I-, I like that. Also, Keenum. Now you got Keenum for the Broncos, Paxton Lynch, and uh, they they went to see Bakefield. Today they're seeing Rosen, and they're also going to see UCA, USC and Wyoming, so they'll see other quarterbacks, and they're probably going to take a quarterback too. But Case Keenum got a two-year $36 million deal, and, you know, it's kind of like a show-me deal. Deion Lewis went to the Titans, so now, you know, Vrabel and GM John Robinson, who have New England ties, now have some New England players to uh, work around to set up the program that they want in the, in Tennessee, which I don't think is a bad thing. And Hugh Jackson said the last thing he told his players for the, broke for the offseason, oh, this is the last time, I don't want you ever to feel this, this lime, to feel lime this again, to feel like this again. Listen, you know, MMQB has a lot of goddamn... Nobody proofread. I have never seen so many mistakes in everything they put out. I'm really, you know, I, I want to almost call Peter King go, Pete, who I, met, I met him once, so I feel like I call him Peter, uh, that uh, bring me in. I'll do all the proofreading because it's a mess to feel lime, lime this again, like this again. Come on, guys, fix this shit. Well, they already got Tyrod Taylor, Taylor this offseason, Jarvis Landry, Demarius Randall, and they're, hey, they're looking to tr- change the mindset of the Browns. Let's do it. I need the Browns to be better. It helps everybody. So last year we had Nick Foles and Carson Wentz now you got McCown and Bridgewater on the Jets. Denver, Denver you have uh, Keenum. Well, uh, Arizona's got Sam Bradford and Mike Glennon. So a lot of teams are looking. Oh, and you got Paxton Lynch as a backup. But a lot of teams are going the two-quarterback two, two model because they're trying to make sure that they have quarterbacks at their disposal. I, I don't mind it at all. I don't mind it at all. I think that's a good thing. But I, Sam Bradford getting twenty million dollars. That guy has made more. I, I've talked about him previously on my shows. He has made more goddamn money than any. I mean, goddamn, has he made a lot of money? And doing nothing. 
and they said Jordy Nelson lost a step. They had a stat that his runs after catch went from over 500 to last year to barely over 100. They said he's lost a step. I don't know where he's going to go. I love him. I would love him in um, in, a, in a jet screen. Love him. He's one of only four receivers in Super Bowl history with nine plus catches and at least 140 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, that dog who died in flight. Somebody lady wrote me, you know. Russell got his 100th triple-double, I said the other night, which is crazy. Triple-double since 0809. Westbrook has 100. The Cavaliers have 43 as a team. The Rockets, 42. Warriors, 35. And Celtics, 32. That is out of control. Bonnie's first win. In, and I'm, I have them going far, far, far. But DeAndre Hunter, their, their valuable sixth man for UVA, is out. And I have UVA losing to Arizona. I'm t- no, no. Yes. In the Sweet 16. Everybody says they're a great team, I tell you. I, I, I don't trust them. I, I just don't I, don't. I don't trust them at all. I'm just not a fan. So now Deion Lewis is going to back up Derrick Henry. Yeah, they're t- all these defense wins championships. Be down in the Big Ten. Last team to win a title in the Big Ten was Michigan State in 2000. I don't know. I don't. Oh, I have Michigan State making the Final Four. So, 14 teams, Big Ten teams have reached the Final Four. First place tied with the ACC, and seven have played in the title game. I like, I just don't think, I, I, I don't, I, have, I got Purdue going Final Eight. So, I have, I have a lot of Big Ten teams going Final Eight. Yeah, I have one, two. I, I like Rhode Island. Dan Hurley, show me something. Show me something. Oh, I like it. Yeah, and I think this is the... Virginia has never won a title. I don't think it's happening this year. Gonzaga. So, uh, Bob uh, Washusen said, okay, Jets fans, signing off for this. Straight from a high-ranking official from another NFL team, the Jets may be the most improved team in the NFL after the free agent moves they've already made. Same person told me draft day will fall right into Jets' lap. Let's hope... Hey. I know Puma would love that. <sighs> Lithuanian Lasers crying in his uh, cereal from the Nets season, Knicks season. Also, Brent Selleck, the longest tenured tight end for the Eagles, was let go. Jeremy, Jeremy Macklin was let go. Uh, Honey Badger was let go, but I the Jets would like him, but he wants more money. I don't think that's going to happen. And he signed a $52 million deal. He's made about $22 million of it. And he first time he'd ever been cut in his life. He had never been cut. So that's why you got to take these these big deals and see what's the guaranteed money. After that, they can get rid of him at any time. So basically, it's, every deal is like a one a two year deal. And after that, they ask him to take a uh, a pay cut. And Paul Pozlesny retired from the Jaguars. Made the playoffs for the first time ever last year. Never made the playoffs before. And he basically retired because he said he wasn't playing at the level he used to play. He used to play every snap. And last year. He was basically, you know, a situational player at his lowest totals since he was injured in his rookie year. One year he had over 200 and with the, I think he's all-time leading tackler for the, yeah, all-time leading tackler for the Jaguars. Had over 220 tackles in a season. I mean, guy was a beast. His neck was like freaking two people. Carlos Hyde got a five-year deal worth $15 million. Running backs not making the money they used to make. Lindsey Vaughn. Yesterday won her 82nd career victory as Sofia Gogia won the Downhill World Cup title. But Lindsey Vaughn just keeps on winning, winning, winning chicken dinner. And Cespedes received an injection for wrist soreness. What I told you, he's one 
injury away from the, he's always a, a minute away from the DL. Always this close. Nate Solder. Sam Darnold, though, one of them picks them to go in number. I don't think he's going to last six to the Jets. Yeah, Solder got four years, 62, 35 million guaranteed from the left tackle from the Giants. The guy they wanted. And Adam Lynn, that experiment with the, with the, with the Yankee, he's gone because they just brought in Neil Walker. So he was expendable. QB bus Ryan Leaf is worried about Baker Mayfield's mentality. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, let's. Uh, and Sergio Garcia named his daughter Azalea in honor of the Masters. That's cute. Congratulations. Yeah. Honey Badger, Jeremy Macklin. I, I wouldn't mind Jeremy Macklin on the Jets either. I'm a fan of him. I like him. I like him a lot. I'm a fan. Always been. And yeah. He, he, they want them to take a pay cut, Honey Badger. He wouldn't take it. Aaron Judge uh, tells Manny Machado, I think I told him he'd look good in pinstripes. Yeah. The rich we get richer, huh? <laughs> Orlando Brown bounced back on his pro day. His uh, vertical leap went up 18 bench press instead of 14. His uh, 40 went, uh, ran a four, faster 40. He's a big guy. You know what? Sometimes you have a bad day. You got to look, look, at, look at his freaking, you got to look at his freaking uh, tape. Guy's a beast, man. I love them. Let, let him fall to the Jets. Let the Jets get him. Oh, and Jacoby... Ellsbury increased his workload in Tampa on Wednesday. He took live batting practice and tracked balls on the field. He also ran and did defensive deals. We don't have plans yet to, for him to get in a game, but I would imagine they're pretty close to happening. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, he's always, he's always uh, a hiccup away from going to the minors. And Miguel Andohar was who had been vying for the starting job at third base before the acquisition of Brandon Drury and Neil Walker was playing first days for double-A Trenton in inter-squad game against triple-A Scranton. On Wednesday, never played any other position except third. They still consider him a third baseman. I guess they're just, you know, backup. I guess we'll see, you know. Hey, what what I know. Yeah, Cantor does not like sitting. He said, I'll just try to do my best for 14 games. He wants to play, wants to win, and believes development of young players can and should come at a lower level. I don't, hey, listen. Yeah, he said, uh, represented... Only the third time since All-Star break, the starting center did not play a lick in the fourth quarter. So weird. Yeah, hey, listen. He's averaged a double-double, 14, 12 rebounds a game. Said again, my mindset is go out there and just play as hard as I can. Games like this are just weird for me. I agree. He went small to combat the Mavericks three-point shooters. They're a high three-point shooting team. That's why he sat, he said. They uh, play today, the Sixers tonight. Yeah. I, w- I came here to win games. I came here to play. I, I didn't come here to lose games, just sit on the bench. And at 25, if the next one development, <laughs> you do it in, do it in uh, Westchester. Uh, he said the 25, you develop young guys in the G League. This is not the G League, this is the NBA. All the fans are coming out here to watch us get wins. We're not going out there to, oh, we're just going to lose. No. So games like this feel weird because we're going out and not playing or whatever. Hey, man, I'm playing with my hurt back, my hurt knee. I'm going out here to win games. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah, hey, you got the G League. I agree. 
So you got Miami versus Loyola Chicago. I'm going to miss some of that game. You have Ohio State versus South Dakota State. Yeah, I'm taking Loyola in that upset. You got Davidson, I got them in an upset. And Virginia Tech playing Alabama tonight. Oh, I'm excited. Excited and more. Come along. We're expecting you. The love boat. JD just did it. Yeah, this picture is quite disturbing. I'm not a fan of this picture at all. You got now you have Indomica Sue, Sheldon Richardson. You got Wilk, uh, linebacker Zach Brown, who Puma loves. He's a ta- to 76 combined tackles over the last two years. Split between the Bills and Washington. He's a run-stopping interior linebacker, but the, they just got they just got the guy they wanted, so he's not going to go to the Jets. Linebacker Nigel Bradham. The leader of the Eagles championship defense after fellow linebacker Jordan Hicks towards Achilles. Eric Reed, 26-year-old playmaker, but he was a face of the anthem protest. Who gives a shit? Pick him up. And Paz, they call Paz, uh, Paz Lesney Paz. Uh, one of his former uh, linebackers coach, who's now, with the, who's now the defensive coordinator of the Niners, Robert Saleh said having him there was priceless. Paz wanted to do exactly the way you taught him. There was no gray area. He'll try anything. That's what I love most about him. He is living proof that you can teach a man who's been in this league new things, provided it's a two-way street. He was always trying to evolve and maximize his game, and that's why he was able to have such a long and successful career. That is, that's what you call a fucking professional. He helped mentor uh, Smith and Jack on the field and in the meeting room. They followed the standard he established for how to prepare mentally and physically. Uh, Gus Bradley remember meeting with Paz Lesney after the 2016 draft when he expressed when they you know selected Jack in the second round. Jack was added with a specific purpose of taking Paz Lesney's starting spot for Paz when we drafted Miles Jack. It was you know hey, it was the unbelievable opportunity for him to display what unselfishness looks like and what being an unbelievable teammate looks like, and he nailed it. I'm not sure too many people could get the starting spot for 2016 before the organization decided to move him into a supporting role. Jack Moore's history is a one of a kind player. Uh, Sailor said, I'm happy for him in the sense that he was that he has a conviction over the next phase of his life, but also sad to see him retire because there aren't enough people like him in the NFL who just love ball, who bleed ball, who put in the work he put in every single day to try and maximize everything he had. He was unrestricted free agent. He said, nah, I don't want to do this. He said, knowing I can no longer compete at a level I find acceptable, I have chosen to end my football career. The decision is mine alone, and although I know this will not bring me happiness, it is the right and honorable action to take at this time of my life. 973 tackles. Only Daryl Smith in the team record book. Never reached a playoff until his final year, and they were one winner from the. And you know, it was a feature. You know, it had a huge changes last year. You know, he'd never leave the field. They leaned on Telvin Smith and Miles Jack to play those roles, meaning Puzzles, and he did not play when the Jaguars used five DBs. In the regular season playoffs, he played five to twenty-one of twelve hundred fifty-nine snaps. At 60 tackles, as few as since his injury, short in rookie season, 25 and three games for Buffalo in 2007. 231 tackles in 2012. He's a Jaguar single, single, single season record, and his 192 stops in 2011 ranked fourth. Guy was a fucking beast. A beast. And a true professional. And ah, that's the guys we should look after. Those are the guys I want on my team. Those, those, are, the, those are the glue guys. Those are the guys I, w- I would build a team on. Sucks. I, I remember always was all over the fucking pub. I was always on shitty teams. And yesterday was Pi Day. Stephen Hawking's rest in peace. 76 years. Full life, man. Jonathan Stewart was basically brought in as a complimentary role. 
He turns 31 next week. Average a career low 3.4 yards. Rushing last year. It's a one-year deal for around $3 million. Wayne Gallman entering second season. I think they're going to go after Barkley. But, hey, Carlos Hyde did not get a... Jarek McKinnon, who was a backup on Minnesota, got a four-year $30 million deal with the Niners. McKinnon was with the Vikings when Pat Shermer was the offensive coordinator in Minnesota. The Giants didn't make a run from him. They know it cost too much money. But they got Nate Solder. We'll see. Let's see what they do. Eric Flowers, you're going to be moving positions. Also, the Jets got a new center. Redskins, uh, from the former Redskins, Spencer Long. 27th third-round pick for Washington in the 2014 draft. He's only 6'5", 318 from Nebraska. Started 12 games in center in 2016. As an injury replacement at six games last year before landing on the landing on the IR with knee tendonitis. They lo- they uh, wanted an upgrade over Wesley Johnson, who took over for Nick Mangold. Hey, the J- Jets offensive line allowed the fifth most sacks per pass attempt in the league last year, and its pass projection proved to be one of the team's biggest weaknesses. Johnson is an unrestricted free agent. And actually, the Jets offered more money to Cousins than the Vikings, but he turned was turned off by the New York market. Thank fucking God. Oh, I did not want him here. I did not want him here at all. I'm glad he did not like the market. Goodbye. Move on. Go, 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 go. Woo! Yeah, I was going to talk about, you know, a bunch of guys playing today that could be, you got, I talked to Ben about uh, about um, Bagley from uh, Duke. He thinks he's a defensive liability. But Bridges, I've heard good things about from Nova. Yeah. He was a big fan growing up of Trace McGrady and Brandon Roy, whose career got cut short by injuries. We shall see. Oh, I'd love him to come. An interesting thing about uh, Honey Badger, he wants uh, back what he had a couple years ago with uh, playing for Arians, a place where he can win and get the most out of his ability. And there's a lesson in there for every player on how everything can change in the blink of an eye. He learned it, and he'd be happy to explain it to a younger player. Tell them, don't have any regrets. Just put your best foot forward, and don't worry about the business of the game because it can get to you. Just handle what you can handle. Don't set your heart on being with one team because things get things can change. I'll tell you, I'll tell all those guys who just keep pushing forward. That's what you have to do, man. Keep pushing forward because, listen, all these fucking contracts, even Solder 6-2 million, take, look at the guaranteed money, and basically it's a two-year goddamn deal. So let's stop saying these are five-year contracts. Let's call them what they are. Guaranteed money and the rest is basically they're going to fucking make you restructure your contract and get your ass out of here. That's all I got to say on that front. All right. Last night's, tr- last yesterday's trivia question, which Gumbo Chef tried forever to answer, and he never got it right. But I love him to death anyway. He's a good guy. Two quarterbacks in NFL history to have a career-winning percentage of six. 600, while also throwing at least 10 more interceptions and touchdowns. Ken Stabler and David Woodley. Woodley was 34-18-1 as a starter, 651 winning percentage, 48 touchdowns, 63 interceptions. Gumbo Chef, you tried hard, but it didn't happen. March Madness starts today. I can't tell you how excited I am. Okay, tonight's trivia question. Bill's offensive coordinator, Brian Dable, did what in 10 months? What happened to him in, 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 in the past 12 months? Actually, and then a little more. So basically, in the last 16, 17 months, he has worked for, he is on his third team in the last year and change. What three teams has he worked on in the last three years? All right? Brian Dable, NFL. Well, yeah. 
Oh, I gave part of the quote. So, let me help you out. Brian Dable, I don't know if you know who he is. He's, he, you'll probably, yeah. He's, he's had a very interesting year in college football, NFL, and in college football. That's all I'm going to give you. I don't want to give too much away. Knicks play, Knicks will lose tonight. It doesn't matter. March Madness, man, I got Iona today and Duke going down. I mean, if Iona beat a Duke, that's my big one. And I got the number one seed. Where's UPenn? I have UPenn going to the Sweet 16. Yes, they play Kansas today. Oh, I got Kansas going down. Down, I tell you. All right. Have a good one, folks. Peace out.